No podcast. Mm, not a solitary podcast. Not not even one yet. Not even one good podcast. I thought we'd be juggling three or four by now. It's true. I don't know. Is it possible that we've been too ambitious? It is possible. Should, should, um, I don't know. Back, back to square one. We've, we've talked about that before. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, uh, what, what, what's the nuts and bolts. We, we, we might need to strip this, this bad boy down and, and see. Take a look at yeah, what's under, under, the, under hood. the hood. Yeah. See if we can get it to purr or if it's just going to clunk a junk. Yeah. This old jalopy of ours. We're riding around. We got Archie and Jughead. Yeah. Joe Biden. Planning on going up to. Uh, We're going to go up to the makeout, makeout, makeout point, point and, with uh, Archie and Jughead and Joe Biden. Yeah. And uh, all, all race, you know. See, see who, who gets chicken and and stops before we go off the cliff. I know I always go oh, off yeah. the cliff, all the way off. I, <laughs> I tell you when we're we're gonna race at makeout point. I I assumed that we would be playing a, a little game of uh, Russian hands and Roman fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for after the race. That's the winner takes all. <clears throat> All you know, three holes. It's, it's it's these these people are going to be fairly distraught because they're going to be pulling my mangled corpse out of the ravine, and it'll be really easy to uh, take advantage of the emotional state that that all these teeny boppers are in. <laughs> I thought you meant they were going to take advantage of your your uh, mangled corpse. <laughs> oh, you can do whatever you want with it. How about it? <clears throat> I, I I would like my corpse to be the first uh, corpse puppet. The first. <laughs> I want to be far more famous in death than, than I was in life. It's just it's on live leak. Man drives off cliff in race with Joe Biden, then has a train run on his corpse. <laughs> just a bunch, bunch of kids. Leaving a sock hop, and they're like, "Oh, what's this over here? Hey, everybody, we're all doing sex with the corpse." Yeah, you know, I'll try anything once, right? That's 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 how you know. Always be open to new experiences. It's um, honestly, if things were that free back then, Chuck Berry would have never invented rock and roll. Was the fact that he couldn't just fuck dead bodies and do weird sex shit that, you know, he got bored and started uh, inventing rock and roll. And then once he got a certain once amount of money, amount of he could open a restaurant up and install uh, cameras in the women's restroom. There was no need anymore. He's like, listen, you know, you you get complacent once once all all the fine things in life. Rock and roll is just what I do to pay the bills, and by that I mean the dookie sex bills. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, I gotta make a we we've got a oh yeah we got a correction we have a correction to make. Uh, in a, in a previous episode, we uh, talked about uh, Todd Rundgren. 
we said some pretty disparaging things about Todd Rundgren, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cowing to cancel culture on this. I stand by what I said. Todd Rundgren doesn't want to work. Yeah, has no work ethic. He just wants to bang on the drum all day. However, I will say that he's been a hell of a stepfather. <laughs> practically, practically raised Steven Tyler's kid. And he doesn't get enough credit for that. That's true. Also, um, in a, in a previous episode, I uh, I kept saying where the rollerbladers hang out, and I couldn't think of where it was. It was Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Venice Beach was what I was thinking. Is that about. also where the weightlifters hang out? Yeah. Wait, no, that's Muscle Beach. I oh, think. okay. I think, although maybe it's the other kind of muscles. It's just a beach with a bunch of you just get you get a bucket clams. of mussels, yeah. You gotta shuck them and nobody thought to be like well, these should have another name. Mussels is taken. Why? This why not Rollerblade be... Beach? Yeah, Muscle Beach was pretty like, simple. Hey, what should forgetting. we call these little clams? Let's call them Rollerbladers. <laughs> I was thinking mussels. Mussels is already a thing. Numb nuts. They're called Rollerblades. Won't be invented for fifty years. <clears throat> that's uh that's that's on a very special episode of Quantum Leap. Yeah. Also, we did we misidentified uh the the artist that uh performed the song Brandy. Oh, that's true. It's Looking Glass, not Golden Earring. I believe Golden Earring did Radar Love. Yeah. I'm not looking it up. So we might be back again next week with another correction on that. Yeah, I, the way these things go, it's exponential. I mean, pretty soon, at least the first half an hour of of this show is going to be corrections. Yeah, we are sorry that we uh, incorrectly identified the winner of the Daytona Five Hundred as Dale Earnhardt. It was in fact Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sorry for any confusion that that caused. In the wake of his now, I, I want Dale Earnhardt's body to be the first puppet, and I want that puppet to drive a car. They got, they just they have a self-driving car, and they just tape his uh, tape his hands to the steering wheel. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Self-driving cars are going to put truck drivers out of business, but it's not going to be pretty for NASCAR either. Now that you think, I, I you think know. just how how crushingly boring it is as as. Almost put NASCAR out of business. <laughs> Seriously, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the last time I had someone try to engage me in conversation about NASCAR. <laughs> Just, I would, you know what? Let's, but can you imagine there'd be no more, there'd be no more deaths if they had the self driving car NASCAR. Self driving NASCAR. But would you just program the winners beforehand? Like how how would this work with the uh, gamble culture? No, it would be where people would like each team would be trying to write a better program to you know block ah. and draft, and then uh, or maybe um, hey, you know what? Here's how we solve the CTE problem: robot football. Huh? Well, they already got that one. They got the football. He dances uh, uh, <laughs> b- it, it, b- before the game comes back on. I think his name's Cletus. How how rad would that be if he were on the field? Just 
mixing it up with those big boys, huh? Uh, are you saying just at first we just get Cletus out there, just and Cletus. then if it goes over well, we'll we'll he's build first, more. He's the first. Uh, he's the first robot to uh, break. You got to break that. Uh... Break the singularity barrier. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, um, he's a great dancer. I think that I think that this is unrealistic. A football robot wouldn't be a humanoid robot, right? I mean, that's that's linear thinking. That's not how. Are we gonna get the battle bots out there? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you wanna you wanna think outside the box. You wanna you wanna make a a lateral move here. So maybe a, you want like you wanna put a circular saw right yeah. right right on the face just of a, your player. It's just a maybe this is just like a a unidirectional moving uh, metal disc on the ground with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of, he can scoot side to side, and he just has a hammer. We just put like a swinging hammer on the top. Put a laundry basket on top of him. We'll have the quarterback throw it into that. Yeah, this is how. And then eventually, uh, one by one, all of the players are replaced by robots until it's just a motley crew of robots out there tearing up the gridiron. That's that's what I dream of. Until then, we'll have to settle for. Um, yeah, you dream of the future. I don't know if we'll live to see it, but it it shall pass, come to pass. It shall come to pass. Uh, so so on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, give Amen. us this day our daily robot football, and forgive us our trespasses and the robots' encroachment. I, you know what? The XFL is trying to make a big splash, and uh, they they could. This is an option, you know. Just, just put a robot out there. Just, just one to start just with. One, just one starter robot. Maybe, maybe it's a kicking robot. You know, the kicking game's always been boring anyway. That, that's a an easy in there. It also doesn't need to be quite as mobile because the, the kicking robot could just stand in place. Like it, it really, if you carry it out there, it only needs one moving part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think that you have to have a real robot. It's just somebody dressed like a robot, you know? Maybe maybe we just put somebody in a suit of armor and go out there. All right. What do you think about this? Dynamo from The Running Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just covered in lights and he sings opera. And he shoots electricity out of his hands. I think most of the the, the characters from uh, the Running Man would make pretty good football players, uh, even though uh, he's a, a a hockey player in the movie. I'm trying to remember that 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 Running Man's name. Well, he wasn't a Running Man. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, was a Running yeah. Man. Yeah, I guess he was. He a... He was a stalker. Sub Zero. Sub Zero. Yes. It was like the the uh, <clears throat> the Japanese sumo wrestler hockey man. Yeah, he'd he'd, with he'd a be razor. a great uh, a center on the offensive line, possibly a defensive tackle. He was. Yeah. I mean, Jim Brown, one of the greatest football players of all time, was a stalker. So I, I think this is he a was... pretty good pool to pull from. Jim Brown was uh wait what was his name? Was he did was his power electricity? No, that was Dynamo. Okay, Dynamo had electricity. 
Fireball. Fireball. Fireball, yeah, because there was there was Buzzsaw, Fireball, Dynamo, and Sub-Zero. How come we don't have him on the, the bottle of Fireball whiskey? Probably because he was the worst of the stalkers. Yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> let's start our own. Uh, we'll we'll make a Dynamo whiskey. We'll and and with all of, of our whiskey profits, we'll start our robot football league. Robot football league. But this time... There's stalkers. And then we just have uh, Dynamo and Fireball and Buzzsaw and we'll get uh we'll get John Travolta from that uh Fred Durst movie. Okay. <laughs> I was watching that movie uh, my when uh, my girlfriend fell asleep on the couch. The other night. This is the movie where John Travolta has the really bad haircut. Yes, he has a very bad haircut, and he talks very strangely, and he's obsessed with Devin Sawa. (laughs) Or a uh, Devin Sawa playing the biggest movie star in the world. Oh. Which, I mean, Sawa does not have the chops to sell that character. That that was uh, like a... did he probably would be the most famous actor in the world or it's, something? It's it's catch twenty two casting. It's uh yeah, it's honestly the same thing happened with Adrian Grenier on uh Vincent Chase Entourage. Yeah. It, here's the really funny part though, if to think about it. Um so you have like uh you have this screenplay. You're like, I, I'm the guy who wrote Nookie, and now I'm a movie director. Yeah. It's the story of a crazed fan who chases around and, and threatens an A-lister, and it becomes like violent and scary. Now, <clears throat> here's who we have attached so far. We have a uh, star of Saturday Night Fever and... Pulp Fiction, John Travolta, and then we have uh, the boy who played Stan in the Stan music <laughs> video. <laughs> they could have just they oh, could have just played it the, the other the, way. The tables have turned this time. <laughs> this time, you the M and M. Oh, it's dumb. But uh, th- there's a very realistic uh, iPhone alarm sound at one point in the movie. And Laura jumped up off the couch and was like, what time is it? What time is it? <laughs> and it was like 10 o'clock at night. I tried to get her to watch a good movie and she fell asleep. So then I watched a, a, The Fanatic. A great movie. <laughs> then I was like, well, now it's daddy's time. Daddy's going to watch his cinemas. All right. So let's get to the podcasting. Yeah. Let's let's. Uh, my first idea this week is nude names. Nude names? That That is N-E-W apostrophe D names. Because everything has a feeling of sameness to to it these days. Uh, we, were, we were talking earlier about how, uh, you know, people are wearing the same clothes. You today that they were 20 years ago like we don't we don't have these 
radical sea changes and style and uh it seems like i've i've grown just used to uh the technology curve like it, nothing's blown my mind in a while and i think that the way that we make things fresh and exciting again is just uh strip everything of its name and redistribute the names start it over yeah so you know maybe a hot dog isn't a hot dog anymore maybe it's uh grill meat tube grill meat tube <clears throat> so this is we're going we're really stripping it down opening the hood tinkering around taking everything apart and putting it back together yeah uh it's not <clears throat> this isn't a light bulb anymore this is a glow bubble yeah you just uh installed uh uh a house for new glow bubbles in your kitchen today that's true i did and boy oh boy does it make me feel like a big strong man oh Oh my gosh! I forgot. We actually had we had real news. That we forgot to uh, address at the top of the show. Oh no! What would we? We got to give a shout out to Hot Dog Man too. Grill yeah. m- Grill Meat Tube Man too. Yeah, Grill Meat Grill Meat Tube Man too. Uh, left us a nice review on iTunes. He says awkward and um. Awkward. It's like a car accident you can't look away from. Enjoy. And that's a five-star review? Five stars. All right. He says enjoy. So I is he saying enjoy to us? Um cuz like he he's is he trying to take credit for our work? I think I think he I think he thinks it's a compliment and he's like it's you know how sometimes people are will describe an animal in a way it's like it's so ugly it's cute. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying that uh, we, p- we 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 need to probably have our skills sharpened a little bit. Like we maybe ugly. need a Henry Henry Higgins to take take the rough edges off. But I think he he's seeing through to our hearts of gold. Hank Higgins. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, Hot Dog Man. Thank you for your backhanded compliment and five-star rating. And honestly, any every little bit helps to get that one homophobic one buried. That is true. Off the front page. Yeah. We we need to just keep pushing <clears throat> pushing that down so far. Re- like let's repress that review. <laughs> Let's just let's just treat that review like uh, all of the homophobia that uh, most politicians did uh, up until like eight years ago. Yeah, we'll just pretend like it didn't happen, and now they're all Khaleesi's. Anyway, I got a I got an idea for a podcast here. Okay, what you got? Uh, this is called the Pinocchio Cast. This is a this would be um, a fact checking podcast you know how the washington post 
has their Pinocchio meter. Yes. We would just, uh, we'd have our own Pinocchio meter, but we would take it outside of the realm of politics. We would uh, award Pinocchios to popular songs, film, television. So you you would get Pinocchios based on whether, like, would, would it be their actual lies contained within the lyrics of these songs, or would we say, like, this is a song made not in good faith? This, well, yeah, it would be like, yeah, we would have to look at, we would examine... Let's just. What's a popular song right now? I I never I never know. I I don't know popular songs until uh, after they aren't popular anymore. I found. Here we go. Uh, we got the Post Malone circles. It says oh 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 oh. We couldn't turn around till we were upside down. I'll be the bad guy now, but no, I ain't too proud. So, um, <clears throat> says that he couldn't turn around until he was upside down. That's not true. That um, actually makes it more difficult to turn around because, uh, as bipedal animals, we, we, we need these, uh, feet on the ground to turn around. If you're standing on your head, I, I guess maybe you could twist yourself. But you you need some pretty good upper body strength and balance, and if that that is your preferred method of turning around, I'd say that you're a pretty silly person. I I feel like wasn't there a level on uh, one of the Mario games where it, it turns upside down? That I mean that could be what he's talking about. Boy, I really tickled your brain with that. I'm still thinking about it. Uh, I, I I feel like there's a little bit of. Uh, I'm just trying to 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 determine if is he being. Is he saying literally? I can't turn around unless I'm upside down. Says or, we. We couldn't turn around till we were upside down. So um. <clears throat> I guess I can't speak for Post Malone. Perhaps he exists um, on a uh, circular two-dimensional plane, in which case he would have to just, you know, if he were if he were traveling to the right, the only way that he could travel to the left would be once he was upside down, you know? I've, I've never seen him in all the glory of his three dimensions. I To me, he does exist as a... He, he could very likely be a two-dimensional... Okay, so we might give this song some, some Pinocchios, but with he the says, caveat that... He doesn't say I, though. He says we. So I, I, can, I can speak for myself. You, you got a two-dimensional mouse in your pocket post? <laughs> This is one Pinocchio. Yeah. I, some some hints of untruth truthiness. I think I think his nose is gonna grow a little bit, but I don't think it's gonna you know, keep him from turning around in in a hallway. Oh, this song is called Circles. Perhaps it is just about he's on a two dimensional circle. Let's 
Well, I'm just checking out some more of this. Uh, yeah. Seasons change and our love went cold. Feed the flame because we can't let go. This right. is, you know what? This gets a Geppetto. It did just it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> We're going to award this one a Geppetto. Okay. Is that that for anybody who accidentally does a, just a bunch of nothing? <laughs> yeah. This is this is for uh just having bad ideas gets a Geppetto. It's not it's not a lie. I'm going to I'm going to make make a sun out of a piece of tree. I'm going to yeah. Oh, I wish the puppet I made was my son. <laughs> oh, oh, he's alive. Now I'm wondering why I didn't make a sexy puppet. <laughs> Man. Now that's a movie I'd, I'd pay to see in theaters. I just I imagine that there, there were, were some pretty crude sex dolls that I'm not aware of. He's like... Oh, oh! I wish, I wish that my little puppet would come to life, and I also wish that my little puppet had big naturals. <laughs> Just big naturals, Pinocchio. <laughs> would would they be big and natural in that? Like like he he carved this Pinocchio out of an oak tree, or? Are, are are we going to uh, be stuffing bags full of cotton or something? I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of... I mean, I think... I think if you were constructing a puppet with big... Big honking milkers, you'd kind of want them to, you know, sway and bounce. So you wouldn't want to do carving them out of... Out of the wood, right? Yeah, maybe 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 use a gum tree, and then you can use the yeah. the gum fruit. Is just that the, a thing? <laughs> just to just just huck a mango in half, and uh, no, you're gonna you're gonna get some uh, some some rubber or, or something, and you're gonna make a nice, you know, uh, teardrop shaped tits for Pinocchio. And then you get wood. <laughs> yeah. Once he becomes a real boy. Geppetto, especially. Geppetto like puts his glasses down <laughs> on his nose. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm trying to think about what uh, Pinocchio, or, uh, Donkey Pinocchio would look like <laughs> with those big knockers. Just uh, just imagine any animal, but with human breasts, pendulous breasts hanging down. <laughs> now I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh, my dog with a big pair yeah. Of after tits. after a litter of puppies, <laughs> you smack them around a little bit. Just no, just a just a big just a set of tiggled bitties on that, <laughs> on that dog, male dog. But get a load of that mountain range. Anyway, that was the idea I had for a fact-checking podcast. I think I think that's a pretty good one. Thank you. I think we've got so far two great ideas. Let's let's keep this train rolling. All righty. 
I've also got this week uh, Simon Made Simple. Simon Made Simple. And this is going to be your guide to playing the, I believe, Tiger Electronic uh, game Sonic that consumed me as a child. Sonic? Uh, uh, Simon? Tiger Electronic Simon game. Sorry. I don't know what I said. You said Electronic Sonic. Yeah. It um, rhymes. Simon, though. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it'd be a full walkthrough like they have, but just an audio format where where we'd tell people the ins and outs of uh, how to play the deviously difficult and complicated game of Simon. Beep, boop, boop. You're gonna to want to press red now. Boop, boop. You know that's that's a green right there. You can tell by the intonation. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna be. Um, I mean, it's gonna be a long string of us just saying colors. Yeah. You know, in in many ways, it's sound like a. Er, now you got me saying it. Yeah, it's it's tough. I said. <sighs> Once, once electronic comes Ele- out of your electronic lips, electronic sonic. Yeah, like, let's all right. F- fuck Simon. Your new name is uh, Sonic. Sonic. Same product. It's now called Sonic. Yeah, that makes more sense than I not guess, the Hedgehog, the Lightboard. So- I was gonna say Sonic because it makes sound, but I guess Simon doesn't make a lot of sense because it's like Simon says. I figured it out. I solved the puzzle. It was never to do the colors and lights. It was to uh, point out that it was like Simon says. And and Milton Bradley's here now. He's got a big check for me. (laughs) You solved the puzzle. You figured it out. No one else did. Nobody has. Everyone was just hitting those buttons. (laughs) I just wanted someone to point out the reference. Yeah. Now you could take this check, or you could double your money by. Uh, what do you think Monopoly is about? <laughs> um, Monopoly, mono, mono ply, single ply toilet paper. All the dollar bills are single ply in the box. We need to abolish money. That's correct. Awesome. <laughs> you got you got there a weird way, but you figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> Simon made simple. Now here's what I'm realizing is as I'm thinking about Simon, and you said that it was a dev- devilish. It's a challenging a devil- and a very complicated game. Difficult game. I always found it pretty. I don't know. I I never was like, oh, it's so hard. But I think it's because in my mind gets the colors and the sounds all mixed up. Like the the so. It's. I mean, it's kind of like it's a... like playing the piano or something, you know. And then I thought, wait, why don't we use a Simon to make music? Okay, you can do that. You gotta, I guess it, the problem would be that you have to follow Simon's pattern, right? You do. I don't want to follow. Or it'll start pattern. over and then you're, you're back to a I want, monotone experience. Here's what I want. I want, to, I want the good people at Tiger or Milton Bradley or whoever it is. Um, give me a Simon with a sandbox mode. 
We we can just take it down to the mall and jailbreak it. Just yeah, there's a guy. <laughs> there's like a Turkish guy who has a kiosk in the mall where he'll uh, he'll load up a, a custom firmware on your Simon, your Eli- electronic Simon. Yeah. Also does Furbies if you want to start a Simon and Furby band. Yeah. Yeah, because we we probably need a front man. Yeah, we get it. I have a cool rock and roll band with a Furby. <laughs> hey, I mean the kids the kids are listening to Post Malone. You can't get much worse, am I right? Um. Well, we've already uh, determined he's probably a liar, mm. and uh, I I try not to consume any art. No. Put forth by liars. Yeah, that's that's why I won't see Jacob the liar. Yeah, only reason. Well, they that one was an easy pass. They put it. It's it's great that they put it. You know, he may be a liar, but at this all important moment where where this movie says. My name is. I'm a liar. Like it was. It, they were truthful. Like he yeah. told the truth. I knew to expect lies. Yeah. Avoid. Pass. Yeah. I'm sorry. I listen. I mean, normally, this is the kind of movie that I am. I am there day one for. You know. I'm a. Every, you know me. You know that I've been. A, I've always been a huge fan. Of the Holocaust. Yeah, it's your favorite shared universe. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we got the we got the guy from Flubber. He's gonna be in the Holocaust now. And I was like, Where where do I sign up? And they were like, You don't sign up, it's a movie. And I said, Well, uh What if you had to sign up to go see movies? Yeah. And then what if you could, like, search everybody that you're, like, prospectively going to date and be like, all right, well, let's see what movies they signed up for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, they signed up to see Jacob the Liar. (laughs) Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day. (laughs) Uh, I'm so glad that's not the case. I am, too, because I think there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't have seen just because I would be worried about people uh uh yeah running through my list yeah or you you'd see it'd be like oh what's the <laughs> big titty nuns or something <laughs> that pinocchio sex movie for <laughs> first and foremost <laughs> There was a there was a company that was making uh, pornos with incredibly embarrassing names, and then uh, suing people who downloaded them illegally. Like that, it, it really was one that was like uh, it was like it was like big titted nuns or something like that. But it was like a zombie. I don't remember all. The I don't details. know. That's, that's, I don't know why I brought this up. Why? Why not just keep it simple? I mean, I, I think big titty nuns is. Yeah. Plenty. That's all. What else do you need? Food, I guess. Yeah. You're going to need food, but... You need to clean yourself. Occasionally. Sometimes. 
I guess like a hose, a hose and food. Just a hose and food and big titty nuts. Yeah. Maybe a tarp. <laughs> just a, just like a, just like a bean bag or just like some hay on the floor. Some place to lay my head, man. Yeah. Just lay there. Big titty nuns. I got it on the Google Glass. Put them on the Google Glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, here's my next idea for a podcast. Um, I, I wrote, plan our grand finale episode. So this would be... We just get it out of the way. Figure yeah. out what, like, our, you know, like, like Johnny Carson, you know, had, uh, like, Bette Midler singing The Wind Beneath My Wings, and everybody's coming on. Oh, Johnny, thank you so much for uh, 30 years of great television. Oh, you're an American institution, Johnny, and, oh, we're all here. So we, we just, um, yeah, we just sort that out ahead of time. Yeah, I, I like that idea, and, uh, and, and planning that, uh, you know, might light a little fire under me. I've, I've always responded uh, to the, the carrot more than the, what's the other one? The the one that you get hit with. I, I don't like being hit with things. Mm. So, uh, but I do like carrot cake, and I think we should have that at this party. We have carrot top. Carrot top serving carrot cake. Uh... We'll be like, Carrot Top's here, uh, you know, a friend of the show. He's been on here lots of times. He couldn't uh, he couldn't help himself. He flew out here from Las Vegas just to be on our final episode. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrot Top. And then he does 10 minutes of uh, prop material for on, our On podcast. an audio podcast, yeah. And uh, I'd now really want that to happen because I, I wonder how many of his bits are just so fucking good you don't need to see the prop. Like There are times... That I'm like, Carrot Top, you are so fucking good at this. Mm, mm, mm. You know, don't even open that. Don't even open that chest up. Don't keep them away. Keep, hide those big naturals. I don't want to f- die of laughter. Oh, that, not that chest. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, you can do your whole set topless, Carrot Top. The- We're all very impressed. I'm sure that at some point Carrot Top has had a joke that involved him putting on a big pair of fake, a big pair of fake tits. <laughs> what happened? I'm sorry, that just really tickled me. <laughs> it, it, it turned you into a leprechaun. <laughs> When I was really, really small, I think I was in kindergarten around St. Patrick's Day, we built a house for a leprechaun, and every time we'd have nap time, uh, the leprechaun would show up to his house and leave a little note that the teacher would read to us. Oh. And. This is gaslighting. Yeah. Is what you're describing. No, I I believed. I wanted to believe really badly, and so then I, I... was very tired and cranky because I refused to sleep during nap time because I wanted to see the leprechaun. 
God damn. What a... <laughs> still still a little salty about that. But somebody, uh, I mean, we they'd let us look at the notes, and it was really like a, a, a piece of paper all, that was official. about... It says from the desk of the leprechaun. Yeah, it was about the size of, of like a receipt. It's but it was written in a very tiny hand in calligraphy, and they, they went all out. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for a treasure map to where the gold was. <laughs> Felt like, you know, like I'm six years old or whatever, but I'm going to make my, my nut young and, you know, get all the leprechaun's gold as just a boy. It's going to make his nut young. Yeah. <laughs> That that'd be a good rapper name, Young Nut. Little Young Nut. <laughs> <laughs> they should add. I don't know. Uh, are there any rappers that have like Lil and Young in their name? I'm gonna look it up. Oh yeah, there's. Uh, looks like there's a rapper named Lil Young Pharaoh. <laughs> okay. I, so I, I thought you were maybe going to find uh, Lil Brigham Young. Lil Brigham Young. Lil Young Pharaoh. He has um, he he has two different uh, uh, descriptors that are. It's kind of redundant, right? Well, like Tutankhamun was a young pharaoh died young. But he wasn't necessarily little. He might have been a, a real big teen. Little tut. Um. No, I'm just I'm I'm just realizing that the maybe this could be a new direction for rap names. We've seen all the Youngs and the Lils. Now we got a little Young. Um. Just keep adding more. Be like little bitty teeny weeny. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the number one Spotify artist of 2032, little bitty teeny weeny, (laughs) (laughs) itsy bitsy murder, MC micro penis, (laughs) MC (laughs) ooh wee teeny weeny tiny. So minuscule, just a, just a little twinkle in his father's eye. <laughs> We're going to stack up a bunch of crates and get my man out here right now. Talking about the littlest, the little piece of... I don't know. Little piece of... <laughs> little piece of... <laughs> just, he's, he's, like, uh, he's like Tom Thumb. Yeah. He climbs up on a podium. <laughs> It, it's it's kind of gonna be like a the Nutcracker. Like he's probably gonna have to like sword fight a mouse with a toothpick. Yeah, during his uh, performance. <laughs> That's why they. It's the only rap show with a podium because it, he can't be on the stage. People, he almost got stepped on by a dancer one time. They they started out putting a giant magnifying glass in front of the stage so people could get a better view, but then the sun came. The sun came out. <laughs> that hot Coachella sun. Yeah. 
nearly roasted. Uh, what's his name? We, al- we almost had fewer performances from him than from the uh, the the Tupac uh, hologram. The oh, well, that's that's the secret is that it was just a magnifying glass. <laughs> it's a big lenticular lens, and they just had it actually a a, a tiny pocket sized Tupac. It was point two Pac. At some point, we're just going to be able to have a personal MC that fits in our pocket, right? Yeah. And then you just pull him out, make him battle. Yeah. <laughs> they have a little keep shoot him in, out. <laughs> yeah. Keep him in his little little ball and let him out. <sighs> and then, you know, he makes fun of... Uh, you know, I guess I guess the the other guy's miniature rapper shoes or something. Yeah. You know, his his ability to uh sword fight rats. Yeah. S- suspect. Somebody's gonna there's always that one nerd who shows up and wants everybody to battle his tech nine and you're like, ugh. We get it. It's who you think is the best. We like Eminem. Do you think it's weird that the uh, Mars Company never hired uh, Eminem the rapper to voice one of their wonderful uh, cartoon uh, Eminem candies that are in the commercials? You know, five years ago I would have said absolutely not, but... Uh, we live in a kind of a funhouse hall of mirrors, and uh, it's crazy how much like uh, just people like Gwyneth Paltrow will be like clapping on the ones and threes for Eminem at the, the you know American Spirit Awards or some dumb show. <laughs> It's incredible how uh, just being white and rich can take you so far. Like, yeah, <laughs> that that hasn't that always been the case. I, just the fact that Eminem, God bless his heart. I mean, I saw, you know, I saw Eight Mile. I know how hard he had. You know, he had to. He had to fuck Brittany Murphy. <laughs> Little Young Pharaoh. Little Young Pharaoh. That's uh, he's the successor to the throne. He's the youngest pharaoh that there's ever been and also the smallest. He is the littlest youngest pharaoh. He's like the littlest hobo, but is it? Did uh, Paul Wall start out as small Paul Wall? <laughs> he started out as as Paul Fence. <laughs> okay. He grew up into a wall. This is the little young pharaohs. I called five times. So you get a chance to back. 
He's just, he keeps calling. Yeah. Well, why am I not surprised that it sounds like that? Because it all sounds like that. Get off my lawn, little young pharaoh. Don't come at me with that sleepy piano music. <laughs> I want to bop, baby. <laughs> yeah. More, more horns, more sirens. God, can you imagine uh, uh, being like 18, 18 years old again and just having that like dumb shit idea where you're like, I don't know why, like this girl that I'm so in love with, she just won't answer my calls. What's going on? I need to write a very... Robitussin out rap song about it. <laughs> Do you start writing that song after three calls and just uh, wait until you get the number that hits your rhyming scheme? Or yeah, you do know. you like know in your head like, damn, I hope she doesn't pick up on four. I'm really set on five. I'm just gonna stop calling at that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe it's like uh, Unforgiven. He'll just put out another a sequel to his song later. I don't know. I was, I was I called expecting... six times, and then and then a song called. I went to the bathroom and I thought I heard. I thought I heard my phone ringing. Did you Did you try to call me back? <laughs> All right, we have a we have a user a user submitted idea for a podcast all right what do you got comes from zach zach writes in this week he says why are people who use their middle initial when stating their name inherently untrustworthy <sighs> two pinocchios <laughs> I feel like this is a bit of a dig in me because I uh, use my middle initial when uh, stating my name. I I feel like I, I don't know what your middle name is, <clears throat> but I feel like people who state their middle initial probably have embarrassing middle names and they're like, we're going to hide it in plain sight. Just... I think that Joseph I think that Nathan R. Biden. P. Woodard might be Nathan Pinocchio Woodard. <laughs> He's the wooden boy from the story. Oh, and get a load of these! <laughs> and I lift up my shirt, and, you, and then you melt like the Nazis from the Raiders of the Lost Ark, because that's how big and beautiful they are. <laughs> the Brazier of the Covenant. Ah, yeah. Th- uh, I mean, they're so big; it's barely covenant it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I think it is a dig at you, but I'm trying to think of other. Uh, is he saying that Michael J. Fox is inherently untrustworthy? That's the first one I thought of. Michael J. Fox. I mean. I don't think he has any ill intent, but I wouldn't uh I wouldn't let him hold my beer. <laughs> Good 
got a got a can of paint from the hardware store it's been sitting for a while yeah have at it michael (laughs) (laughs) no no nobody should be drinking paint (laughs) paints paints for smelling everybody knows that you don't drink paint you smell it and look at it i guess It is wild that you don't think about the fact that the, the number one use of paint is it's looking at it. <laughs> number two. What do you do with paint? Well, you, you get a brush and you... Wrong! You look at it! <laughs> well, you gotta spread it out neat and even. Whew. Then look at it. Yeah, but I mean the ratio of of uh, the of amount of time spent spreading with the paint. to looking at. Uh, I I cannot think of a single paint that gets more attention from the brush than it does from the looking at it. <sighs> where do hmm. you guys come up with these ideas? I'm trying to think of it like a new business model where we charge by the amount of time that people <laughs> look at a painting. It's not just like one general get you in and you can you can look at like if you want to look at this Mona Lisa it's going to cost you a premium per second gander. This this yeah this paint just it runs an ad for for Michael Bloomberg every every 30 seconds. It just hey if you want to see the paint you got to listen to Michael Bloomberg for a minute. So that's Zach's idea for a podcast. I, I guess if, if this were a podcast, we would just take a, a new subject each week and then find out how, like, I mean, this would dovetail with the the Pinocchio podcast idea. I mean, yeah. it, it, we, we could just use it as a, a starting off point for the the Pinocchios. Yeah, William H. Macy. Paul F. Tompkins. Oh. Boutros B. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's fire up the Podtron 4500. What do you say? Let's do it. What do you say? Now the Podtron is going to come up with a list of names of... Podcasts that should perform fairly well on iTunes, given uh, the current roster of frontrunners. And right away, I've got one. Obscure with Changero. Ooh. And I think that this would be... uh, Kind of in the... uh, in the same vein as Zorro or The Cape on NBC. Yeah. This is a kind of a swarthy, mysterious character named Changero. Is is it Changero or is it Changero? Changero. Changero. Yeah. And he's got a big pair of titties. Yeah. <laughs> Ole. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's something. But obscure with, yeah, Changero. Changero. He's always uh, 
he's that's his power of fighting crime. He um he's got those big old titties. Yeah. And uh he's always changing. It's like a changing room. That's where he got his name. He's he was like, I must strike fear into the oh. hearts of criminals, but what would my identity be? And then somebody was like, Whoa, watch out with that ladder in this Forever 21. And then the ladder hits and it knocks the O and M off the end of Change Room. And he's like, Change Room. That is it. And then he's like, because he was a peeping Tom. And he was like, uh, he was just there in the Forever 21. Because he was like trying to, trying to sneak a glimpse through the little curtain that they have in the changing room. Of the ladies changing in there. And uh, then he gets the idea to do that to fight crime. He gets, uh, he he will. Uh, he was born with hide his, his identity, but to do so, he needs to obscure his giant breasts. He has. He wears a mask and he wears a cape, and he has a a, a giant pair of breasts, and they're exposed. But he's always holding the cape in a way where it's just just obscuring them. And then the criminals are like, oh, hang on a minute. Oh, oh, oh hey, hey, look at that. And they forget about doing crimes. They're just trying to get a glimpse of those glorious globes. And then the cape, cape comes back up. Cape, and they're, they're at a loss. And, he's and mo- all of a sudden, well, he's handcuffs moving are around. Going the, on. the cape is always somehow. And this is, I mean, this is why we can put it on TV is that it, there will always be just like a hint of side boob, some cleavage, maybe an under boob for sweeps. That's the change arrow guarantee. We will not produce an episode without side boob. There will always be a little bit of that, you know, that, uh, that raw meat. Yeah. But it, it will be on a, a, a mass crime-fighting man. Yeah, but he'll have a mask. And, and he'll hang out in, in the mall a lot. It, there are going to be a lot of scenes in the mall. Maybe you will meet him halfway. The mask is like a rubber Marilyn Monroe mask. He he definitely got his mask in, in uh, Hot Topic around Halloween time. But, you know, Halloween's a long ways away. Or he just has the mask from the mask. It's just a green thing. He says, somebody stop me. <laughs> they're like, no, we don't want to stop you. Show us more. We love you, the mask. <laughs> yeah, and he just... say, my name is Gingero. Gingero. Ah, all right. What do, you, what do you got here? All right. Uh, bear with me on this one. This all is right. a real long one. I... I... I need help deciding what the Podtron wants. Sometimes the Podtron doesn't know what it wants, and it feels like these titles come in fits and starts. But here we go. Brain stuff. They wouldn't water Garichel, my husband, Jerrican Cumminal. <laughs> All right. Uh, just to be And this, clear. this might just be like we might be testing the Podtron for some bugs with this one. Brain stuff, they wouldn't water Gatorol, my husband, Jerrican Cuminal. Mostly, I just like Jerrican Cuminal. Jerrican Cuminal. <laughs> like, it, to me, a Cuminal is someone who who uh, becomes a criminal, but only through the medium of his own cum. He's just a jerk-off. He fights Changero. <laughs> Jerrican Cuminal. <laughs> my old friend turned nemesis. Once we were both creeps at the mall. <laughs> but I decided to use my powers for good 
And you, on the other hand, are still just coming on the faucet handle at the <laughs> speedway. Putting stains in all of America's most valuable fabrics. <laughs> Jarek and Cuminal. Uh, yeah, I think uh, this is... But, this, but it's a brain is, stuff. It's though. brain stuff. It's also they wouldn't water Garichel, which I Garichel, don't know what that is either. My husband, Jarek and Cuminal. So maybe this is maybe this, Water Garichel is Jarek and Cuminal's wife, and this is like a this is like your Harley Quinn movie, right? This is this is about the the woman behind every great man. And in this case, the great man is not the Joker. It's Jarek and Cuminal. I think also, like the Harley Quinn movie, this one's probably going to get a title change in week two. Yeah, yeah. They're going <laughs> <laughs> to... So they, they got a little... They they were feeling it. It was a heat check with that title. And uh, no, we're going to... We're gonna pass the ball next time. We're yeah. We're just gonna let's let's be honest. Nobody's gonna go. Nobody's gonna go to the box office and be like two tickets uh, for brain stuff. They wouldn't water Rachel, my husband Jarek and Cuminal. <laughs> Although if we ever, however, we rename it Jcom. Everybody, everybody's gonna come out of the woodwork for Jcom. Jcom. Yeah. And what's that actress? What uh the Harley Harley Quinn? Yeah. Oh I'm blanking on her name right now. I know, I am too. I can look it up. Why can't I not think of that? She's a big old star. Yeah, she's a big old star. Taking me a moment. Hmm. Do you think that uh Margot Robbie. Yeah, that's right. Do you think she'd be? Uh, do you think she'd be interested in in playing Mrs. Mrs. Cumminal? <laughs> um, my husband, he's out here coming on everything. <laughs> I he comes home. I'm like, where have you been? He's like, oh, I was at work, and I'm like, yeah, I work. You're out there coming up everything. Let me see. Show. Give me so you come. And he's like, oh, I, uh, I just ran out. I'm like, yeah, I, I know you did. I look at his pants. He's dry as a bone. He's dry as... Yeah, I bet I know, too. It's probably all over the seat on the bus. What am I, you? Just a giant cum rug? This cum dumpster is dry, <laughs> and I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she'd probably be the the perfect person for this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think we both did a very perfect impression. <laughs> yeah, it sounds just like that of Margot Robbie. All right, uh, I got another one here. What you got? This is a podcast called. Uh, 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 I was uh, I was torn between two. This one's called Lavar Girl. Lavar Girl. <laughs> yeah. LeVar Girl. Burton for a squirtin'. So this... 
Yeah, I, I, sorry. That's pretty much where I was thinking this could go. Is uh, we uh, we we just basically Jordy LaForge but with big naturals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kneading rainbow, but it's uh, kneading with a, a a K, and and we're talking about Lamar's <laughs> large breasts. <laughs> There's a real theme this week, and it's 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 boys with big beautiful breasts. <laughs> the podcast. This is totally. <laughs> I'm not. A, I think all of our ideas. <laughs> Every single last one. A man with a giant beard. Yeah, and I don't know why we we were wanting to cast Margot Robbie. We we talked about John Travolta earlier. John and Travolta is the patron saint of this episode. Yeah, Edna Turnblad himself. Yeah, yeah, hell. Lavar girl, you got you got another one. Um, yeah, the history of the wine time, Ali. The secrets. <laughs> what? So I think this is just going to uh, be people's recollections of the times that uh, Muhammad Ali had a couple of glasses of wine too much and started uh, telling some secrets that he'd normally keep tight-lipped about. That makes sense. So the, the history of the wine time. The wine Ali, time. Ali, the that secrets. Was... That was during the wine time. Yes, my child, but that was before the wine yeah. time. Which, uh, w- once he uh, converted to Islam, I mean, alcohol was verboten at that point. So it's a bit of a, when Ali would have the wine time, mm. then, then he yes. didn't hold it very well, and then the secrets came. The wine time. I love I love saying the, wi- the wine time. Say it like Alec Guinness. It's the wine time. Oh, yes, I haven't... Had the wine time. The the, the wine time, time makes me think about like in Game of Thrones when they will say like I was in my cups. <laughs> it was the wine time. I was in my cups. Ah uh, yes, that was that was that was in the wine time. I'd bent a few too many elbows. Ah, that was before the great billowing, before the rise of the vape lords. My spoon runneth over with loudmouth soup. <laughs> That you know that that makes me think of in in old time me uh, stuff they would they would have medicine they just pour it in a fucking spoon yeah They're like yeah one spoon that's, a tablespoon that's the right amount you know like just go to your table exactly oh see the spoon? spoon pick it up that's your tablespoon there you go yeah shut up. <laughs> Shut up, meathead. <laughs> Did you find it in a cup of tea? No, it's a tablespoon. It's, yeah. What is that, a floor spoon? No. <laughs> tablespoon. Get the fuck out of here, you hippie. I gotta go. Listen, I'm out all day busting my nut. Just coming all over everything. I come home and my bitch wife, she's like, where's she come? Where's she come? <laughs> She makes me drop my Coke spoon down the sink drain. <laughs> Gotta go down to Baskin Robbins and get a new one. 
Yeah, so that's uh, hi- uh, uh, what was it? Oh, it was uh, History of the Wine Time, Ali, History the of the Secrets. Wine Time, Ali, the Secrets. All right, well... So, we've got the nude names. Yep. We've got the Pinocchio cast. We've got Simon Made Simple. Our grand finale episode. Uh, the thing about middle initials, which is kind of in the same vein as the nude names. Mm-hmm. If we were going with uh, changing your name. Uh, and then also kind of with the Pinocchio cast, with them being liars. Uh, then we have... Uh, Changero, that one. Yeah. Uh, Lavar Girl, the and, and the two word salads that you threw. <laughs> Jarek and Cuminal and uh, Wine Time. I'll leave the secrets. All right. So uh, I'm kind of feeling like a collabo on this one. I don't know how about you. I, I, I want the Pinocchio cast to take the lead, but I'm I'm cool with a little nude names and some uh, middle initials yeah, thrown in. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna do the Pinocchio cast. <laughs> I mean, really, this is going to be the boys with big naturals cast. But <laughs> we, we get, would would a rose by any other name smell smell as sweet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put them on the glass. (laughs) All right, so uh, tune in to uh, our Patreon if you want to hear the Pinocchio cast. Uh, That'll be coming out this Friday. Sign up on Patreon. Uh, If you sign up at the $5 level, you you will uh, not only get a shout-out, but you'll get access to the vault where we keep all of our past episodes. Uh, and you know, I never mentioned it, but there's a $10 level too. sign up at the $10 level. We'll send you some sort of, uh, some sort of prize pack, you know, t-shirt, a liter of beans, one liter of beans. It'll all be there. Anyway, uh, follow us on, on Instagram, uh, uh, Twitter, go to uh, find us on our Facebook group. Facebook group is where generally we ask for idea submissions. You can also email us uh if you want. You can uh, send us an email at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com. Uh we will read your email on the air uh as long as there are no slurs cuz people have been really trying to uh trick us with that kind of thing. Uh anyway, that's been our show. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.